next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who dat? And welcome back to the Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, right now, I'm here to talk about the Saints' 28th overall selection, and that ended up being Houston defensive end Peyton Turner. It was a real long night of waiting for the Saints. Early rumors that they would be trading up into the top 10, potentially, to get one of the top corners, defensive players, or maybe even a quarterback. Ended up not happening. The Saints sat and waited, and uh, as the corners fell off the board, their board got thinner and thinner, and they ended up taking one of their top guys on their board who had a 9.0 rating out of 10, and that ended up being Peyton Turner, who flashed for them on tape and was a riser in the draft process with his character. Uh, he did really well in his interviews and was just a name that was rising that could potentially be in the top 20, and that's what ended up happening. For Saints fans, this isn't the pick we wanted. Uh, to be brutally honest, my initial reaction as well was a little bit shocked, but that's okay. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what any of us think. And all what matters about this pick is if it equals wins and those wins equals championships. The one thing I'll say is defense wins championships and pass rush wins you games. As we saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that pass rush was dominant. It was very good. It equaled a lot of wins, which equaled a championship. Yes, the Saints have Cam Jordan. They have Marcus Davenport. They've lost out on Trey Hendrickson, who was one of the best defensive ends in the league last year. It was a low-key need for the Saints to get another defensive end. And instead of maybe reaching for a corner or a linebacker, they took the guy highest on their board. For Saints fans... I would get excited, and if you're not, go watch this film. If you hate this pick, please go watch this film. I'll link it down below. His film is crazy, and it's weird because he reminds you a lot of Marcus Davenport. He's long, very strong, just bullies people. He gets around the corner like Davenport, and the scary thing is, if both these guys are healthy, this is a really good defensive line. And Cam Jordan... Honestly, struggled a little bit last year. But now think about this. I'm going to list off some of the defensive lines' height. Cam Jordan, 6'4". Marcus Davenport, 6'6". Carl Granderson, 6'5". Tanya Passanio, 6'7". Peyton Turner, 6'5". That is a steep, heavy, lengthy defensive line. And kind of like in the NHL, in hockey, they subbed guys out in and out real quick, quick shifts. They can do that with the, with a defensive line. They get fresh guys out there. You want a good pass rush in the fourth quarter 
and the first quarter, obviously. But fourth quarter is when it becomes so important. And when you have fresh guys like that, Saints love to roll new defense lines out there all the time. Carl Granison was a guy who maybe could step into that role and fill Trey Hendrickson's shoes, but it's just not realistic. Tur- Peyton Turner was their top guy on their board at that moment. The Saints called. They said they did everything they could to try and get up, but the asking price was too steep, and they sat and took the best guy on their board. I mean, what else could you ask for? Yes, there was guys like JOK from Notre Dame, um, any of the receivers, but the draft's not over. It's not over. And they can still get those guys because they're still available. There's still other guys available as well. For the main concern is the cornerback position. I mean, that was my main concern. I'll show you guys my, my reaction. I'll have it at the end of this video. My my live reaction when I was live streaming. Because corner was such a need. And then my, my focus turned to linebacker. Because that was the second biggest need. But the Saints never draft out of need. They'll draft out of best available. They're not going to reach for a guy just because they really, really need one. I mean, there's guys in free agency or other ways that they can address these positions later in the draft as well. They're still very talented guys like Asante Samuel still out there, uh, Jabril Cox, and J.O.K. still out there as well. For the Saints, if they don't get their corner in this draft, they're still playing free agency, and same with linebackers, they're still playing free agency, Kwan Alexander, so on and so forth. Now let's talk some Peyton Turner. I mean, this is the guy that they spent their first-round pick on, and we want to see um, him be successful. And I know most Saints fans will be like, okay, who's this guy? Or why did we pick this guy? He's going to be available later on. Well, those things are both not true. I watched this guy at the Senior Bowl, and his name, the buzz in that building about Peyton Turner was big. And you could just see on the field that that's a big dude. He's a long dude. The Saints love their lengthy DNs, and he is definitely that. So if they can develop this kid and make him into what Davenport could be, I mean, this could be a great defensive line. And the hindsight is twenty twenty with him. But look what like, Cam Jordan's role with this defense is. A low-key need for the Saints was defensive tackle. I think we all can agree. After losing Rankins um, and Malcolm Brown, it was a little bit of a low-key need. Um, this kid, Peyton Turner... Started as a three-tech at Houston. He's played defensive tackle. Now, I'm not going to say he's going, to, he, he's going to play defensive tackle. He will be a DM with the Saints. But like kind of like what Cam Jordan does, he'll go in the inside on pass rush downs, and he'll play that three-tech, and he'll get pass rush. And then what the Saints did last year is had Trey and Marcus Davenport on the edges and have Cam at that three-tech. I mean, Peyton Turner provides great depth for that. And it allows Cam Jordan to get back on that edge and put Peyton Turner in that three-tech. Because he's he's a big dude. He can be in the inside. He can go against guards and tackles. And the main thing with Peyton is his motor. And he just goes. He's a fighter. So this defensive line is going to be like a hockey shift. I mean, they're going to be coming in and out. They're going to be fresh. And they're going to tire these offensive tackles out. Now, was it the best pick? No. The Saints did as much as they could to try and get up and get one of the corners or defensive, um, just one of the defensive stars in the draft, but they couldn't. You can say as much as you want. They they should have traded up. They tried everything. They couldn't. The price was too steep. Would you rather them give up too much on a player that will never, ever live up to that expectation? Kind of like what they did with Davenport. They reached. They spent a lot. And Davenport, for the rest of his career, even if he has 20 sacks in a year, is he worth two first-round picks? I don't know. I mean, that dude will always have that on his back. And 
So the the Saints couldn't get in the top ten. They tried. They tried to call Denver. They were getting close, but Denver's like it's too it's it's too far. It's too far back for us. We don't want to go all the way to twenty eight. We have to wait two and a half hours to pick again. So they did everything they could. Uh, their guy wasn't there, and they picked the guy with the highest grade on their board, which is nine 9.0, Sean Payton said. And you, you, you can hate on as much as you want, but this team, you got to trust. I mean, I know Bobby Hebert wasn't too big of a fan of this pick, but look at the team that has mo- the most wins in the past four years. And these, these draft picks we've had, every single one of them in the first round, we've been like, huh? Why Cesar Ruiz? Why Marcus Davenport? Why Ryan Ramchek? And the list goes on and on with those. Trust the front office. If he works out, great. If not, it was a swing and a miss. They're not going to hit every time. There's no excuse. But they picked their best bu- their their best guy on their board. Just because they didn't pick your best guy or the media's best guy doesn't mean anything. For example, the Carolina Panthers took J.C. Horn. That was before Patrick Sertain was picked. Would you ever guess that teams had J.C. Horn over Patrick Sertain? The media told you this whole entire time. Cornerback one was Sertain, and then cornerback two and so on was whatever. J.C. Horn, Greg Newsom, whatever. Whatever their thing was. The NFL draft boards can be completely different. I mean, they have so much more information than um, the mass media. They have a lot more information than you do and I do. So what I'm trying to say is just trust this pick. Um, I'm going to show you guys my live reaction. And I wasn't upset. I wasn't happy. But at that situation, there wasn't a ton for the Saints to do. I mean, I don't know if they had any trade back offers. I don't know if they had other players on the board that they loved. But they still have a ton of picks. They still have a second round pick and two thirds tomorrow. They can get some more guys. There's still plenty of guys in free agency. And it's still a talented team. And all I'm saying is just give the kid a chance. Give the kid a chance. To end today's show, here is my live reaction of the pick. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, just want you guys to know I am now I'm a fan of this pick. Just at the moment, this is how I felt. Saint selection. Pick in the 2000 NFL draft. The New Orleans Saints select. They just compared him to Marcus Davenport. We literally have Marcus Davenport. We just skipped over Jeremiah Awosu Kamora. Bro.
Dude. Well. <sighs> what do you guys think? What are you guys thinking? I heard the name a bunch in the pre-draft process, but I, I never heard him connected to New Orleans. He's a great pass rusher. I know who he is. I've definitely heard of him. People been talking <sighs> he's got a incredibly high ceiling he could be a great pick but it's just like we don't have a cornerback we don't have a linebacker let's hope to God, they trade up and get either Jabril Cox or some kind of corner. Or, we just go get Kwan Alexander back. We just need something. If we didn't have such a big hole at corner, I'd be fine with this. Don't we know that? 